0: The professional interests and personal priorities of our host result in regular child development coupled with educational and brain learning conversations. Join in as Dr. Larry Mercer and Michelle Charles bring their expertise before the microphone as part of an ongoing dialogue between this father and daughter duo on Let's Build Their Brain. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us as we reconnect after our time away. We look forward to sharing practical and applicable content with you on Let's Build Their Brain. We started a discussion about responding to the inevitable correction moments, but there is still more to discuss. So, Dad, will you give us a quick recap of your suggestions from our previous discussion?
1: Absolutely. Last time we laid the foundation for creating a positive and constructive environment for corrective moments and we, we all what I call the seven B's and the first one was being clear. That is clearly communicating your expectations and boundaries to your child. I want to give them a clear understanding of what is expected of them. The second B in control. Maintain self-control and composure in your response to your child behavior. Modeling emotional regulation. That's important for them to see and learn from you. Uh, be calm, create a stable and reassuring environment for your child, be consistent, apply the pr- approaches of consequence on a consistent basis no matter what you feel like at the moment. Be committed, uh, they're going to challenge you, they will require unwavering dedication to your child's well-being. It's going to be, it's going to demand some energy and effort to nurture a strong parent-child bond. Be considerate. Show empathy and understanding to your child's feelings and perspective. Making sure they understand that you relate to them as a person as well as your child. And finally, be compassionate. Approach these corrective the moments with love and understanding. Making sure they understand that you accept them no matter what they're doing. You're not going to reject them because of the behavior. Well, with these seven B's in
0: mind, we're going to continue our discussion about correction moments. What should be my goal
1: in the midst of a correction moment? That's a really, really big question. It's teaching. It's guiding your child rather than just seeing this as discipline or punishment. It's an opportunity to help them understand what they did wrong, why it was wrong, how they can make better choices in the future. It's really trying to foster growth and development of the child. It's really an opportunity rather than an obstacle. So I would say teaching is the overarching goal. Correcting a moment.
0: What should I be thinking about before I need to engage in that correction
1: moment? Interesting you led that question with thinking because I think that's an important part of the process. I think it's be reflective. Taking a moment to reflect on our own emotions and before engaging, making sure that we approach this from a, a healthy vantage point. Secondly, I would say be realistic that it set realistic expectations for your child's behavior think about their age, think about their temperament, think about their developmental stage while you provide guidance and support that's really aligned with where they are at that vantage point. And then finally, be proactive. Ask yourself the question, how do I make this corrective moment when that helps them avoid the same thing in the future? Uh, kind of a proactive mindset, uh, seeking to prevent issues and challenges like that happening in the future. But those are things I think if we have those things, intentionally conscious of my mind, over time, those will become automatic. You won't have to think about it be the way you operate and the way you respond to your child. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, how do I go about achieving this goal of, like you mentioned, the teaching in the correction moments? I would say, essentially, you led that with
1: teaching. I would say be instructive uh, instead of simply pointing out what the child did wrong, be instructive. Uh, take the opportunity to teach them what they can do differently in similar situations. Offer clear and specific instructions about what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. Uh, be constructive. Uh, again, constructive feedback. Not not simply focusing on the negative, but focusing on what's right rather than what's wrong. Be redemptive. Failure does not have to be final. It doesn't have to be fatal. It can be a moment where they can grow and develop in the best of their moment of failure. Finally, be supportive. Remember, it's not about you. It's about your child. So you're going to walk away from that moment feel like, okay, my parent, my caregiver, discipline me, discipline me. But they they care about me. They want me to grow and they want me me to develop. Even though it may be difficult to accept, it'll be positive for them overall.
0: Well, I heard seven more things in this episode Be reflective, be realistic, be proactive. Be supportive, be instructive, be constructive, be redemptive. All of those things that we can keep in mind and add to our toolbox when we're in the midst of those correction moments. One thought I had was the fact that that might sometimes mean the correction moment can't happen right away, Because if I'm stopping to be reflective, I might need to give myself some time to calm down like you talked about in the previous episode before I'm ready to completely engage in that moment.
1: I think that may be a good habit of mine. It may be a good practice, just okay. I'm not gonna respond to being, I'm just gonna take a deep breath and breathe, relax myself. And approach the situation with the, with the positive goal in mind rather than from frustration and anger. So I think I'm glad you emphasized that because I think that's a very, very important part of the process.
0: Any additional thoughts as we prepare for our brain building blocks?
1: Oh, just that every child is different and needs to be parented in light of their individual gifts, talents, and abilities and their, their personality and temperament. Each one of my children are different. They required me to be flexible and rather than a cookie a approach.
0: Well, let's share our practical and ethical ways to grow brains as we wrap up this time together. What is a brain-friendly food you want us to think about for today?
1: Well, let's mention an uncommon brain-friendly food, one that we touched on in a previous uh, session, but let me just unpack this a little bit. One brain-friendly food that's really helpful is would be a pumpkin seed. Pumpkin seeds offer a lot of benefits for brain health and overall well-being rich in nutrients. They have a pack with essential nutrients like magnesium, iron, zinc, and copper. These help with brain function and development, supporting cognitive abilities and, and communication. Omega um, 3 fatty acids, these are these are a great source of omega 3 fatty acids. They're essential for brain health. They support memory concentration, overall cognitive function. They have lots of antioxidants, and they help with dealing with damage with stress. They're a plant based protein. Uh, they help with repair the brain cells interesting enough the old mood regulation as well and they help gut health and they can be, be used in a lot of different ways you can you can roast them as a crunchy snack you can spread them on yogurt or salads you can add them to smoothies or you can use them as toppings for meal you know, cereals i think pumpkins are a great brain friendly food that you may want to consider as we continue to help our children develop their brains all
0: right for a phrase, what is a good phrase that we can use to reinforce the love and support that we have for our kid, especially maybe after one of these correction moments?
1: I would say a phrase that, to me, would convey uh, what we want to convey to create a healthy, nurturing environment, a strong, positive parent-child relationship, is I love you and I believe in you. I think this simple affirmation will remind our children, even in the midst of a time of challenge and difficulty, that love for them is unwavering, and that we we have their best interest at in heart. So I love you, and I believe in you.
0: All right. For a fun activity, I challenge you to enjoy a game of follow the leader. Even let your child have a chance to be the leader in that process. Any closing thoughts for us today, Dan?
1: just to emphasize how important it is to have a positive and constructive approach in corrective moments, to create an environment where children thrive and grow, and to remember that this is a journey. Parenting is a journey. And we all are learning in the process. Parents are learning and children are learning. And what better thing to think about how we grow together as parent and child. And that means you're patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself as you go through the process of parenting and deal with these corrective moments of a life of a child.
0: Well, join us next time for more information and brain building blocks. Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain.